Hello, hello, and welcome. It's Kyle and Coop with the Scoop and Score. Let's get right into it. Real quick, we're going to hop into the Cam Newton release situation. We know it all happened on Tuesday after Mac Jones was named the starter. So, Cooper, what do you think about this? This is really interesting to me, Kyle. You know, I thought Cam Newton was going to be the starter all along until Mac Jones was ready, and I thought it would be around week eight. So, yeah, this is really interesting for me. I think there's a, only a couple teams that he could really sign with now that would make sense for him. Yeah. But, I mean, you could wonder, is this the last time we'll see Cam Newton playing at the, in the NFL? Especially with the way he played last season. Yeah, I think last season wasn't super his fault. I mean, he just came off COVID and a couple major injuries. So, I don't think that was all totally on him. But, yeah, you're definitely right. This, Yeah, the way he played last year, it definitely told the Patriots to draft Mac Jones. So, with uh, less than seven touchdowns last year, I think. Yeah. Four seven exactly. That's just a number that is not going to win you football games. And there's you can't really hold a starting job with seven touchdowns in a year. No, you can't. So, and I think now if we go into the changes to the Patriots fantasy lookout, Kyle, uh, do you think anyone that could benefit from Cam Newton being released and Mac Jones being named the starter? I think the whole team benefits, honestly, because we have the um the receiving core, which is very, very bad. But um, you also have the fact that Mac Jones passes a lot more than Cam Newton and throws, from what we've seen in preseason, a very accurate ball. He had like a 92% passer rating, and it's one of the highest rookie passer ratings in preseason since Patrick Mahomes. So us Patriots fans kind of have something looking good for us for the first time in a while. Yeah, and I think this will definitely also benefit some of the Patriots running backs, especially with Sony Michelle being traded to the Rams also. I think Damian Harris and a, a sleeper Ramondre Stevenson. Who had an amazing preseason. He had a great preseason. I think they'll really benefit in the red zone because Cam Newton will, would have been taking away a couple of those touchdowns to his own running ability. So I think that's going to give the chance for a lot more rushing touchdowns this year for them. Yeah, especially with uh, second-year Damian Harris, who came off of a season looking absolutely amazing in what he, we all thought he was going to be a really bad running back. or Well, not really bad, but we never thought he would be as good as he was last season. So, speaking of Cam Newton, what are the best fits Cam could sign into or with? Okay, I have a really big one that I think is already being publicized right now, which is the Cowboys. I think they could just call up Cam Newton and he could just sit behind Dak because I don't think that would be such a huge clash of personalities because I think Dak would be one of the not many quarterbacks that Cam Newton would think he he deserves to be backing up in the league. And I think you need to to sign Cam on a team where there is a better quarterback than him so there isn't a locker room controversy about how maybe Cam thinks he should be a, the starter because he's got such a big personality. So you don't think Cam Newton's going to sign into a starting position? I just don't see a place in the league right now that Cam could fit into except rookie quarterback areas, which 
I don't think he should sign it. The clash of personalities should... just doesn't make sense. Yeah, the clash of per- the clash of personalities. And if you remember when the Panthers back when Newton was back when Newton was drafted, they they d- waived Steve Smith because he because he he was almost the big personality leader and the just the leader in the locker room. And sometimes what you need to do with those new quarterbacks is in the young quarterbacks is you need to almost take away some of those veteran leaders to give the young quarterbacks the the spotlight and show your team that they are the person. In my opinion, right now, if Cam Newton went to the Raiders, then I think that could do a lot. The Raiders have a really good offensive line, even after losing some. But um, they have some weapons in Darren Waller. They have a rookie, Henry Ruggs. They've got Josh Jacobs in the backfield. Ruggs isn't a rookie. No, Ruggs isn't a rookie. Uh, sorry, second year Ruggs coming off of his rookie season, which was kind of disappointing. But, I mean, you can't – he was injured a lot of it. So, I mean, the Raiders seems like a pretty good fit. Yeah, I think the Raiders could actually be a good fit, especially with Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards, yeah. He he was looking so good in camp, and then he just got hurt and almost just lost his position on the roster. Mm. I think that he could he he could almost come out as the number one behind Darren Waller, and I think he could have a big impact this year. And if Cam could sign there, I think he could sit behind for a little bit. But I think that would almost you would almost have to give the job to Cam after a little bit. Because I think he just wouldn't sign there unless he knows that he was going to get the job. I've never been a Derek Carr fan either. I've always not been on the Derek Carr train. Yeah, I think I think that's a good point too. Now, another team I think that Cam could sign with just a little bit more, maybe just the last team he could sign with is the Broncos. It would be a nice, a nice fit there because you have um, a pretty okay receiving core. Second year Jerry Judy, um, a backfield that's not awful. They have um, they have Melvin uh, Gordon. Yeah, and I think the receiving core is actually is I think the receiving core is actually pretty good with Cortland Sutton coming back from an ACL mm-hmm. tear last year, and then also the second year receiver KJ Hamler. That's also true. Who I think he could he's almost just. To me, he's just a gadget guy, but he could still be used in some long, deep passes. Same with Cortland Sutton. And I think that backfield is not good enough that they need touches to take away from Cam. It's true. So Cam can run really when he wants to. You also have to remember about Noah Fant, too. He was a beast last year. That's true. And I think he could take a major step forward because if you look at tight ends development, it's really the years three and four where they take big steps. Huge steps. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about some of our favorite fantasy sleepers. Now, I'm going to start off with Marcus Calloway on the Saints. I think, especially with Michael Tom- Thomas getting injured, there's not really anyone else in there to take away from from targets to Marcus Calloway other than Alvin Kamara. D- Jared Cook was, was cut and... Yeah, now I just think he could have Marcus Callaway could have a really big season and emerge as a number one for a team, and you can get him late round, fourth or fifth round, in fantasy drafts. Yeah, one of my favorite sleepers is Damian Harris. I mean, last year he had a really good season, 
uh, a really surprisingly good season, I guess. I think this year with the Patriots' uh, new quarterback situation, Mac Jones, you know, he can throw the ball, but um, he's not going to be running the ball like Cam Newton was. He's going to be handing the ball off a lot. And I think that Damian Harris could really dominate the league in uh, carrying. Yeah. My my second sleeper is is kind of a deep a deep draft sleeper for the Bears rookie running back Khalil Herbert. I think he could have a big chance if if the Bears number one I'm blanking. Allen Robinson. No, running back. Oh, the running back David Montgomery. David Montgomery. I think if David Montgomery gets hurt because Tariq Cohen has not looked very good in the preseason. He's mm-hmm. still batter, battling with some injuries. So I think if David Montgomery gets injured, I think that that job is just all to Khalil Herbert. And he ran well at Virginia Tech last year. So I think he could have a big season if if David Montgomery gets hurt. So he could be a good handcuff to David Montgomery in fantasy leagues if you really want the pr- – production from the Bears running game. Yeah, um one of my second sleepers is T Higgins. T Higgins um with a uh, Joe Burrow coming into his second season. Joe Burrow played really good for the games he was in until he got taken out for the year. Joe Burrow probably going to be looking for a step up this year like um from last year. Um the only thing with T Higgins is the rookie Jamar Chase cuz Jamar Chase was a weapon last year. He opted out last year. Oh. Yeah. Well, he, he was think, a weapon when he did play. Yeah. That that last year with Joe Burrow was immaculate. He was – he w- in my case, the last year they played, he was much better than Justin Jefferson. But now I think Jefferson will have a better career than Chase. But, I yeah, I think – and I think the, the most snaps will – or catches will go to T. Higgins because – Jamar Chase has gotten a has had a little bit of trouble getting off pressure from from cornerbacks and press, so I think that could be a big uh that could be a big problem with Chase if he can't get off press coverage. So I think T Higgins has a really big chance to do well this year. Mm-hmm. So I think you had another sleeper in mind too, didn't you? Yeah, I have Lavisca Chenault Jr. from the. Jaguars. I love his that second, super pick. His second year, uh, he I, had a pretty good year last year. He too. did have a pretty good year last and year. And the quarterback situation last year was not the yeah, best. The quarterback situation last year was not good. But the one thing I worry about with Laviska is DJ Chark. Oh, see, I think DJ Chark. He's got a really bad rap. Like last year was the, not DJ Chark's best year. Yeah, and. The coaching staff has come out and said that DJ Chark is a big guy that plays small, which is just not good at all. They also have Marvin Jones there, who I think will be the number one. But I think LaVisca Chenault has a huge chance to be number two. Especially with Trevor Lawrence as well. Mm -hmm. My only only problem with Chenault as, as a big fantasy sleeper and someone that could win you leagues is if Urban Meyer and his coaching staff are only going to use him as a gadget player. Because mm-hmm. I think he is way more than just a gadgety jet sweep player. So I just wonder and I'm hoping that 
Urban Meyer does not use him just as a gadget. So uh, my my final sleeper player is Jameis Winston. So Jameis Winston didn't get, get much playing time last year, but I mean he had a thirty uh thirty and thirty season, and he passed for over five thousand yards in a season. That's not many other quarterbacks have done that, and I think that J- Jameis Winston with uh like Marcus Callaway and Elvin Kamara gets to step up this year. Yeah, I think sitting him behind a court, a great quarterback last year like Drew Brees, mm-hmm. I think that could have mentored him a lot and gave him a big chance to really step up this year and step into a starting quarterback role and live up to his early draft pick. So now we're going to take turns ranking the rookie quarterbacks this year. Okay. The, well, the big name ones, not the not all of them. Yeah, only the first round guys. <laughs> so my my picks, my number one is Justin Fields. Okay. I think the Bears put him in a good situation. I don't think I've ever said that about the Bears before, though. But I think he's got some good receiving weapons in uh, Allen Robinson. Don't know how Allen Robinson's going to do, though, from that situation. And you got Darnell Mooney. I really like Darnell Mooney. I think he's going to have a good year. But uh, second, I got Trevor Lawrence because Trevor Lawrence is, just looks absolutely amazing. He's made some throws in preseason that I didn't think he could make. I thought he was going to be a bust. But uh, third, I have Mac Jones because Mac Jones' preseason performance really bumped him up on my list. A 92% passer rating, really good. I'm excited for Mac Jones as a Patriots fan. Uh, fourth, I have Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson on the Jets. The Jets never put any quarterbacks in a good situation. So that's why I have Zach Wilson there. And number five, I have Trey Lance because Jimmy Garoppolo is starting over Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance is going to get a shot eventually. But uh, so far, Lance is last. Okay, so I really think you're a little high or I actually think you're really low on Zach Wilson. I think he could have a big year. So here are mine. I have Justin Fields like you. First, I think he's in a great situation. He's played really well this this preseason. My only qualm is 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 the Bears going to support him well enough with that coaching staff, which I do not really trust right now. Mm-hmm. Second for me, I have Zach Wilson. He's looked really good in camp, although his weapons and his line haven't been great. I think. He's really lived up to that number two pick as far as I've seen right now. So I think he's going to be my number two right now. I think he'll have a big year. Third, I have Trevor Lawrence. I think I was not super high on him coming out. I thought there just weren't many aspects that he was better than any other quarterback in the draft. Fields was a better runner. Wilson was a better passer. And... Or Lance was a better runner, and Fields was just a better passer than him. And Mac Jones was a better play reader. So I th- I think Lawrence will have an okay year this year. I just don't know how how good that coaching staff will support him. I that really is a, that is a ballsy take, Cooper. Yeah, I really don't trust uh, Jags coaching staff. I really don't trust Urban Meyer. I think I think he's going to have maybe just two years in the NFL, and then I think he'll be out quick. Fourth, I have Mac Jones. I, 
I think he did play very well in the preseason, and I think it's encouraging that he did get the starter's job. But I really don't trust his athleticism and just his overall just ability to scramble or move the chains. I think his deep ball might be pretty, but he can't. And his accuracy, though, to me, even people really said it was good accuracy, but I thought he was one of the least accurate quarterbacks in the draft. So I think I think Mac Jones Which will you have to say his play reading is really good. Yes, he his can play, see a field. His play recognition is very very good, and I think that's one of the reasons that's going to make him just almost just play well immediately this year. I understand why you have him so low. I mean, he also doesn't have much for receiving receiving core really right now. So. Yeah. Yeah, and fifth, lastly, I have Trey Lance. I love Trey Lance as a player right now. I think he's his work ethic is awesome. He's been, for the 49ers iPads, he's spent the most time on the 49ers iPad just getting to know the plays. I think he'll have a really good year if the 49ers will give him the job. I think, I think he'll have the job in around week eight when the – or week six when the when the Bears play the 49ers. So in if in that game I don't see Trey Lance playing Justin Fields, I will be very very not angry because I think I think at that time you you have to play Trey Lance. The only thing on his college resume that was missing was playing time. So in if if you want to sit him at that year all the year. How's that going to help him play? How's that going to help him get through his mistakes as a rookie if he's not being played? I think that'll just push back his development. So, yeah. I think he needs to start Risk around week soon. 6. Yeah. I yes, I think you can start Jimmy the first couple times, but I think you really just need to get him playing. Yeah. Yeah. So, now we're going to go over our start of the season Super Bowl picks. Okay. I'm going to start off with the Buffalo Bills going into the Super Bowl as the AFC team. Mm. I think Josh Allen could definitely have another step up here, and I think they improved their defensive and offensive line. So I think they definitely have a big chance to get back past the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. So, and, okay. Yeah. That's kind of weird, man. You think the Bills is going to take over the Chiefs? You know, I think they have a big chance this year. I think they probably have the highest chance this year to to beat the Chiefs in that division. But, you know, that's just a little bit of a – might be a little too early for me to take the Bills, but I'm sticking with them. And for the NFC team, people might not like this, but I have my Niners. I think their defensive line is so stacked right now. Their second team defensive line was ripping up other defensive lines in the preseason. Right now, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel are back healthy, and a big sleeper coming out of camp is Trent Sherfield. He he came from the from the Cardinals, and he really just couldn't get find playing time there. But now that he's gotten to the 49ers, he's really emerged himself as the preseason number three or even the preseason number one. He had played the best this preseason. Now, I think Trey Lance's running ability will really give them a definite swing to the offense, and they could put him in for big play scenarios. But 
and I think their defense is still so stacked with Fred Warner. Fred Warner, the best linebacker in the league to me. He's co- he's coming off a new contract, and I think he could have a huge year this year. They drafted two new corners, two new rookie corners, and I think they one of them has played really well this year. So, and I think they could play. I think they're going to make it to the. Super Bowl this year. I think they have a huge chance. I have to agree with you on the Niners. I think the Niners, a healthy Niners team is the scariest team in the NFL. You got Trey Lance, Ibrahim Mostert. Yeah. He's so fast. He's so fast. You got Brandon Ayuk, Mm -hmm. George Kittle. Yep. Those are three weapons already. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel. You got a pretty good offensive line. Yeah. Trent Williams on the left side. A... And the, should be improved Mike McGlinchey on the right side. And if you're a 49ers fan, you know the trouble with Mike McGlinchey last year. So, I mean, in the defensive line, the best in football, honestly. Nick Bosa is one of my favorite players right now. Yeah, I think he, if he stays healthy all this year, he has a big chance to be defensive player of the year. And um, my AFC pick, um, it's got to be the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is just incredible. He is so good. I think Patrick Mahomes with Tyreek Hill um, and their backfield. It's not a great backfield, but Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I think he's going to have a really good year again. Um, Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in football last year. A pretty like mediocre O-line. The, the Chiefs' defense, I mean, it's not, a, it's not perfect, but it's not bad. I mean, you got Tyron Matthew. I love Tyron Matthew. You got a couple good D linemen. I mean, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Yeah, I think he could have another big year this year. And I mean, I think the Chiefs are, are going to be another like stacked team. Yeah, I can't argue with you right there. But I think also some sleepers to make it far in the playoffs are the the. Dolphins? I yes. think the Dolphins have a big chance this year. If Tua plays well. If Tua plays well, which he has this preseason, I think they were they were an 11-win team last year and still didn't make the playoffs. That's how stacked the AFC was. So I think they have a definite big chance to go far in the playoffs this year. And for my NFC team that could be a sleeper, I have the... I don't know. I think the Redskins actually have a... Or, sorry, the football, the, team. the football team has a big chance this year. I agree I think with that. With a solid quarterback that's going to take chances down the field to field to Scary Terry, Curtis Samuel. I think they have a nice receiving core. Coming out of the worst division in the yep, NFL the worst, last year, worst too. Worst division in the NFL. Antonio Gibson looks very good. He looked great last year. Probably the best rookie running back last year. So I think they could definitely go far. The only person that really could contest Antonio Gibson was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He was really good. Yeah, or Jonathan Taylor at the end Jonathan of the year. Jonathan Taylor at the end of the year was popping off, too. Yeah. So, my uh, my AFC sleeper is the Colts. Mm-hmm. I think the Colts are going to go far. Speaking of Jonathan Taylor, you know, the Colts, they they their quarterback situation is kind of eh right now. But I think if they get their quarterback situation together, they have a lot of good weapons. Like Michael Pittman Jr., I like him a lot. Their defense isn't that bad. So, yeah, they're, the Colts seem pretty good. Yeah, I have one question for you on the Colts. Do you believe in in 
Carson Wentz. No, I don't. You don't believe in Carson Wentz. Interesting. Yeah, I don't either. I think I think he'll this is probably his last chance to be a starter in the NFL. If he does not play well this year, I think he's pretty much done. And I think yeah, I think this is really his last chance to prove that he's still something of his second year almost MVP season. Um, I think my NFC sleeper has to be the Cowboys. Mm. With a healthy Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was the MVP last year if he did good. If he didn't get injured. Not if he did good, but if he got if he didn't get injured, I think Dak Prescott was gonna win the MVP. He was coming out and he looked amazing. They got Zeke in the backfield. You can never hate on Zeke. Zeke deserves everything he's worked for. Zeke is amazing. I love Zeke. Okay. Zeke is Zeke has been one of my favorite football players since I was little. Okay, see the thing about Zeke for me And they have Amari Cooper. Yeah, the receivers are definitely good. CeeDee Lamb has looked CeeDee awesome Lamb is gonna this fall year. out this year. He's looked very, very good this year. But, you know, I just don't think that the Cowboys defense can really hold up against any team any teams when they get far in the year. I think that I think the offense can propel them to like a mediocre year, but I don't think their defense can hold up enough for them to take. Their defense is the big very step. old. Very they, old. They, uh, they drafted Michael Parsons, Not didn't great. they? Yeah, but that's one player. It's true. Yeah. In a position that kind of was already like okay for them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, the Cowboys. I think they're gonna do really well. Okay. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening to the Scoop and Score. It's I'm Kyle. Cooper. Oh, and it's and Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Goodbye.